everybody. Welcome to uh, to a street way street. Yeah, we've got a beautiful Saturday morning oh. coming up here. I've got Abe across from me over there. How's everybody doing out there? Abe, how's your week been? Man, it's been crazy out here in the streets. Real crazy, dog. Yeah, you, you had sent me um, a voice memo. I, I like actually you doing that. You're one of the first people that's done that. Where you, because because I assume that you're driving yeah. or, or something, so you, you can't really text me anything. One hundred. Because I don't want you to die. So, so, so I appreciate that, that you're sending me these voice yeah. memos. So, but, but you had this crazy week. You're, you know, even at 6 o'clock at dinner time, you're still out there doing work. So it sounds like you've been really busy out there. 100, but, uh, yeah. You still come in on these mornings smiling. So I guess that means man. that life is doing all right life for you. Life is good, man. Life is good. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, found, I found this thing about life. You know what I'm saying? That it's easy when you can delegate things. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Because I've been thinking about this situation right here. I work for a really good company. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, dude really just kind of like, you go do you. Yep. You feel me? When you need me, you call me. Yeah. Well, don't even call me, text me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need any, just, just check in if you need Just check something. in if you yeah. need anything, right? You know what I'm saying? But you 100% free to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I take that. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate uh, that you, you, when you train somebody and you can let that person go. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that to me shows me that you, you're comfortable with your training skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're comfortable that this person will never, uh, you know how sometimes you train somebody and you're like, man, this person's going to take my job or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. you're comfortable to say, I'll train you. Yeah. And when I let you go, you'll be 100% good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I appreciate that about people yeah. or, or leaders. Yeah. But, uh, but when, when it comes to certain people, they're just like, I'll train you, mm -hmm. but I'm still going to be I'm right hold this leash. Oh, yeah. dog. You know what I'm saying? And, I can't stand it. You, you know, it's, um, you can speak to this better than I, but it's just a point that I'm going to bring up is that that doesn't actually happen all that often in, you know, black culture. Yeah. I mean, I'll just call it what it is, uh -huh. is that you guys don't often get that kind of opportunity where an employer, ex you know, especially a white employer, yeah. is going to say, go you ahead. Know. No. You just go and and so so that's actually a double compliment for that you work for is because I know that you're a good guy. He knows you're a good guy. But when it comes to work, money, yeah. business, all those kind of things, there, there's always that perception. And so this guy is breaking ceilings yes. and breaking barriers 100. and using you as an example. And I think 100. that's brilliant. So sorry, carry carry on. Yeah. Where so you're going. what what I'm thinking about right here is just like how how uh, 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 you as your as a father, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you train your child, you're, you're preparing them for the world, you're yeah. preparing them for, for life, mm -hmm. basically. You know what I mean? How, you know, uh, uh, dumb would it be for you to say, I'm going to come to school with you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when you, when you, I'm going to be right there with you, I'm going to make sure that you, I, I'm there. So you're basically uh, overstretching yourself, mm -hmm. so to speak. Now, mm -hmm. they say, you know, I'm going to check on Declan. I'm gonna check on my son. I'm gonna check mm -hmm. on this one. I'm gonna check on that one right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're not allowing for the child to go out there and make their mistakes. Yeah. Because believe it or not, man, your child go out there. He gonna bring friends to the crib. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, and when he bring friends to the crib, that circle, his circle is gonna keep on growing. Yeah. And you can't stop that because that's what children do. That's yeah. what people do. We're out here. We're making friendships. Yeah. We're doing what we're doing. But then when you come out here and you say, I don't want you to have friends no more because I want to be right there. Yeah, yeah. So th this right here is, is actually 100% where majority of, at least as far as I can tell, this, mm -hmm. is, this is kind of an unfair statement. Um, and it even sounds a little bit judgmental. 
where today's society, so I had touched on it before and I got the definition wrong, mm -hmm. but this is helicopter parenting, always hovering. Okay, now I finally got the right definition for uh -huh. you. So you imagine the parents just hovering, ready to kind of drop in when they need, drop out, always hovering over here. So you see it all the time where parent volunteers are a good thing, yeah. but are they volunteering out of the goodness of their heart <laughs> or are they volunteering because they want to be close to their child? child yeah. Right. And that's the thing is that not only are you indicating to your child that I'm always going to be there, which is wrong. Mm -hmm. You will not always be there for your child. Mm -hmm. right? And it's very hard to admit that we think that there's going to be a time that our kids need us and we're not going to be there. Yeah. It's going to happen. Inevitably, we're going to die. Sure. Usually, our kids succeed us, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But number two, you're also telling teachers that you don't trust them right. around your child. You know, there's, there's all these things that come into it when, when you don't allow your child to go out there and grow. There was a good post that I saw the other day that says, instead of teaching our kids to navigate the road, we're changing the road that they're driving on, mm. right? Or, or something very similar wow. to that. So we're not actually teaching the kids anything. If we're paving the road in front of them and it's all smooth and not bumpy all the time, we actually haven't taught them anything mm. because all they have to do is drive. If, if all you have to do is drive and not learn how to swerve left or swerve right because right. there's a deer or there's a pothole or your check engine light came on, what, what are you actually teaching your child? Right. So, so for me, when I see that out there where it's just all the time, these parents are just hanging out and, oh yeah, I'm going to volunteer because, you know, little Johnny. And So do you still volunteer when Johnny's not, not there? around? Yeah. And if they don't show up when Johnny's not around, you know that they're not volunteering. Exactly. The, the goodness of their heart exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and you see that and it actually really bothers me. Because I want my kids to grow up, and, and if there's a zombie apocalypse tomorrow and I get axed, yeah. my kids will succeed. 100. But right now, uh, certain ways that I see it happening is that if I were to die tomorrow, my kids would starve three days later. 100, yeah. That's not cool. No, it ain't I, cool. That's not the way that we should be doing it. So, so yeah, from a parenting perspective, what I see and what I do and what we should be doing are totally three different things right now, mm -hmm. and that's not cool. Right? Society should be lined up that the best thing for our kids is to let them go, let them go. and do things. There's supposed to be restrictions, of course. Sure. Teach them to not run out in the middle of the road. Run it, yeah. You know, all those kind of things. But when it comes to relationship navigation, when it comes to trouble solving at school, if some kid's bullying them and all that, yeah. I'm not going to go and hover at the school waiting for this guy to make a move. Right. I'm going to teach them. Okay, you need to understand on what is it about this kid that's bothering you. Why does he decide that he doesn't like you? Is it just a shirt that you're wearing? Uh -huh. Did you say something to him sometime and you've never forgiven or, or come across? Right. Like, you got to get to the bottom of it. There will definitely be people in your life that you just conflict. That's fine. Straight. But but then work it out with this guy. Say, listen, you know what? I know we don't like each other, but we don't need to go out this way. Well, Both honey. of us are going to get kicked out of this school and that's not going to benefit anybody. So if you don't like me, that's fine. I will go somewhere else when, when you're in here. You leave me and my buddies alone, right? That way you're sticking up for yourself and this guy's got nothing after that as soon as you establish the playing field. And then, unfortunately these days, you can't take care of things with a good old scuffle in behind the school anymore. Straight up, yeah. Right? So, that, I mean, that went for a lot, but these days words are almost as strong as physical, you know? That's and that's on, really it's true. almost extreme now where you can say something and go to jail. Yeah. And that's not cool either, right? Yeah. Where, where is that freedom of speech? Yeah. So you've actually, though, this is exactly your point. We've got to teach our kids where that line is. Where are those boundaries of, you don't want to escalate it to violence, but you got to be careful on what you say. This top barrier used to not matter. Uh -huh. You used to not have to worry about what you say. You just tell the guy, listen, man, 
you can't do that to me because what's going to happen is I am going to cross this line. You're going to get knocked out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Both of those lines are now very tight. <laughs> and, and you still got to teach your kids. So. Straight up. So now they have to learn to think with their brain instead of with their fists. Right? Which is a little bit different than when you and I were growing up. Because that, that was an easy fix for anything. Right. And you knew that it wasn't going to come back around. They weren't going to go yelling to the cops, this guy beat me up in the back alley. It was done. Yes. It was done after you went into the back alley. And you guys That's made a it. choice after that. That's it. We're either homies now. Yeah. Or I will never mess with you. That's again. right. Either yeah, way, exactly. Right? And 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 that's where we've gotten is this whole bubble wrap kids where everybody just wants to third Johnny to be safe and all that, but then they lose out on critical life skills and they're not able to go and navigate the world. And and this is again where we're trying to in the youth program yeah. teach these kids how to be out there. We got to find the ones that are hurting. Because the ones that are hurting normally are the ones that end up causing much bigger problem later on. You know, they'll end up shooting a movie theater or something right, like that. Right, right. I know that was a generalization. <laughs> but I, I've been there. Yeah. I know what it's like to have been the bullied kid in school, the segregated kid. And I know where my brain took me after that, the things that you think you want to do. And I mean, fortunately, we're in Canada where weapons aren't readily available. Mm -hmm. But if they were... I think we'd be in a much rougher spot sure, in Canada. Sure. We look like a great place because we got these kind of semi-gun control laws in, in place and they work relatively well considering yep. in the States they got a 71 yeah. ratio or some of guns. And there's a lot of people that are dying and a lot of them are even accidental. Toddlers killing themselves because Straight. of these accidentals. Straight. But that's the thing is that what if we had easy access to an easy solution? Mm. I, I think we'd be less intelligent because of something like that. So we do have to step up and teach these kids that the road is bumpy. And sometimes you might even have to detour into the ditch. So you need to know that driving in a ditch is totally different than driving on a highway. You need to learn on how to navigate that. Man, so. that's, that's pretty cool right there. I like that right there. So now with the bubble wrapping thing, <laughs> could it be now that uh, sometimes some employers can bubble wrap people in such a way that they, they, they lose their creativity, mm -hmm. for example? Mm -hmm. And uh, so they don't grow. Like I think one of the secrets that certain companies have is that yeah. they, they allow their employees to go out there yeah. and do their thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Find their groove and keep on going with it. As For long sure. as uh, they, they keep, they're keeping within the company uh, mold of, yep. of things, and they, they can allow them to do things that are creative, yeah. and then they can, with that now brings productivity, it yeah. brings profit, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? But when, uh, I think that now, when people are not allowed to express themselves, mm -hmm. or be themselves, and just go out there and do your thing, yeah. there is a standard growth, and then there is also no profit going on in this Yeah, space. for sure, for sure, all right, so, uh, I hope this example translates properly. Do you know who SpaceX is? Do you know the company SpaceX? SpaceX no. Yeah. All right. So SpaceX is a side project of Elon Musk, the same guy that's doing Hyperloop right now and the same guy that does Tesla cars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So SpaceX is one of his first projects. And what he did is he got a whole bunch of creative people together and basically said, listen, I'm going to give $10 million to a company that can get a, a spaceship into space. It just has to launch and then come back in and land. And so he got all these engineering people together, all these people that are smart in the industry, mm -hmm. right? And they launched this, this spacecraft and now they're 10 years strong or something wow. like that. And this is just off of a vision. He just had 10,000 or $10 million, but he got billions of dollars of intelligence out of $10 million paycheck right. for something. Now, 
SpaceX is about ready to go commercial now on their flights, that they're now able to take humans out into space and wow. do tours and all that kind of stuff. Because he said, listen, you guys go out and be creative. You bring your greatest talents and get us up into space as regular people. Mm. What happened to the NASA program? Mm. Do you know where we're at with NASA right now? No. Okay, so NASA has shut down all of its space shuttles. We don't go to space anymore with a U.S.-made space shuttle. We borrow Russia's wow. rockets right now in order to get us out into space. Wow. That's what happens when you get stagnation within or too much control on something, is that now our greatest American thing, right, when we went to the moon back in the 60s and all that kind of stuff, is now sitting dormant because we failed to continue to innovate and became too cost prohibitive. And yet we got this other guy that's out there getting a whole bunch of private people together and we're getting ready to go and land people on Mars. Our Mars missions aren't even NASA's anymore. They're, again, part of Elon Musk's thing where he's out there sending people to Mars because he's not afraid to be creative and allow them to do their things. You take Google, one of the best marketing companies that's out there, and we've talked about it before where they allow people to flow in and out and they've got all these little subdivisions where it's just creative think tanks. Uh -huh. Create the next best thing. Well, what's the rules? Nothing. Just show up and be creative. Uh -huh. And man, they're dropping things out all over the place. They're absorbing companies, they're doing virtual reality type things and all that. We don't even see it because we think Google's searching. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but they just allow all that creativity right. yeah. and, and out you go. And, and so those are the companies. Apple's another one of those creative think tanks. And they're a lot tighter on their secrecy on how it goes. But they got areas where these guys will go, why don't we do this? Why don't we find a way to you know, do wireless charging in your phone so you don't even have to plug it in anymore and all that. And then mm. they'll go and research and come up with new ideas how to do it and right. all that, you know. That's the way it needs to be. You, you can't sit there and stagnate. And one man's vision can't... You, you need to be able to live off of that vision, yeah. to, to line up with it, yeah. but you can't let him decide on how to achieve that wow. vision. So you need to have an idea mm -hmm. and you need to let people decide on what that idea is going to develop and look like because strength in numbers. That's you right. got 10 smart people in a room. You, you talked about this before where yeah. you don't want to be the smartest guy in a room because how are you going to grow? Exactly. So all you have to do is replace you with CEO and you've already gotten your answer. Right. right? You don't want to be a CEO that's the smartest guy in the room. Right. You want to be a CEO where everybody around you is smarter and you 100. say, listen, I want to do this. What do you guys want to do? You don't say, I want to do this, and this is how I think we should do it. You've already capped everything you exactly, can do. Exactly. So, same with, with when we're dealing with kids. This is what I want to do. What do you think? Well, why don't we do this? I can't say, you're only 12. That's a bad idea. Uh -huh. Some of the greatest Lego inventions for my kids are when I let them decide on how it should go. And wow. you, should, you should see my, my oldest... He'll, I'll come home and he'll be like, Dad, check this out. And he's got these Legos that'll do this and then do this as well. You know, and it's like, dude, that's a car. It's not supposed to. Yeah, but it's cool. You're right. You know, who am I to decide whether or not Straight your up. car is what it's supposed to be or not? Because I've already got this preconceived idea that it's four wheels, four doors, and the people have to go in over uh -huh. here. No. Why can't they parachute in through the top, through some kind of super tube? You're right. Maybe it's more efficient. Maybe the super tube is the way that we're going to be going in the future. Like, Straight. Who am I to sit there and decide whether or not this kid's idea is a good idea? But if I had drawn it out and say, you want to make a car? Cool. Here's the wheels. <laughs> Here's this. Is yeah. that how we progress, do you think? Nah. Nah, no, man. We can't do the same for anything, even if it's the same way. 
you can't just take mac and cheese and follow the instructions on the box. Right. You know, try and add a different kind of cheese Straight sometimes. Up. That's how Straight we got up. the best four cheese mac and cheese out there. It's popular in restaurants for macaroni and cheese. How did we get there? Did we take something stupid like macaroni and cheese <laughs> for 89 cents and it's now selling for $12 at restaurants? Yes. Because people were allowed to be creative. They were allowed to think about it. So then my, my situation, I guess, is there like, right, okay, I got, if I have an organization yep. and uh, I'm running this organization right here, and if I'm, if I'm facing the same thing time and time again, mm -hmm. then I got to come back to the drawing board and see like, okay, wh why am I going through yep. the same situation over and over again? Yeah. You know, um, if I don't grow or mm -hmm. if I bring people around me, I think a lot of times too, it's because um, I feel threatened. If I, if I feel threatened, mm -hmm. then I will, I will not allow people to grow. Yeah. Right, because I'm looking at it and thinking like, okay, why do you think that you should be opposing me or you should be mm -hmm. coming up with something better than, than yeah. I am? Yeah. But if I'm humble enough to know that, all right, there's some people that are smart out here. Mm -hmm. There's some people that will, really will do better things or come up with better inventions yeah. than I do. Then I should be able to embrace those people. For sure. Yeah, you know I mean, because sure. they're going to take my brand to the next level. Yeah. But if I'm stupid or childish, yeah. or not, so you just proved to me that your children are smart. Mm -hmm. But if I'm if I'm stupid, then I'm just going to stand right here and say, no, I don't want your yeah. idea. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I'm comfortable with the I am. I'm going to get you on my team, but yeah. I'm going to control every move that you yeah. make. The moment that you start to move away from it, what it is that I'm trying to do, yeah. then I'm going to fire you. That's a poor leader That's right there. That's a poor leadership. That's a yeah. poor leader right there. Yeah. Instead of me, if I can come and say, yo, listen, this is how I would like it done. Mm -hmm. You show me how a different way to do it. Yeah. And if it works, you go with that yeah. right there. Yeah. I, don't want, I don't want no hands on every simple thing that you're going to do. Because yep. it's just going to drain me. Yep. You know what I mean? I should trust you enough to say, I'm hiring you for the job. Mm -hmm. And because I'm hiring you, I read your resume. Yeah. And I know that you, you're capable of doing this thing right yeah. here. So if I show you how I want it, want it done, and if you got something better, then go ahead and do it. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's the thing is that most of the time, by the time that somebody comes up to you and they're actually starting to enroach so much on you that you feel threatened, you've already missed your opportunity to bring that guy in proper. Wow. That guy's probably come up to you 10 times already with a good idea mm -hmm. and, and you've dismissed him. Because the 11th time when he's like, man, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna start a different company and it's gonna compete with yours, is because you didn't listen to him when he came to you the other times. Yeah. Most people, when they have a good idea, they have a good enough respect for their leader. Wow, right? That the, They're gonna try and suggest things to yeah. make things better. They're not, they, they don't, get hired on at your place uh -huh. just to take you over. Right. Why, why would they do that? They just start their own business in the first exactly. place. Why would they work for you? Right. So that's the thing is that as a leader, you always have opportunity to figure out where these people are. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't listening, that's yep. whether you're going to upset them wow. enough that you actually feel threatened. So you're absolutely right. You need to be humble enough with the people around you. Don't take the idea that I'm the smart guy. It's my company. I know what to do. Uh -huh. If you do that, destined for failure. It, it might be tomorrow, it might be 20 years, but you won't see that growth that you're talking about mm -hmm. because you've got innovative people coming in and if you keep dismissing them, then they will gain, you've even just paid them to compete against you because <laughs> now right. you've trained them, wow. you've given them exposure to your clients, wow. right? You, you've done all these kind of things and just because he's got this idea, so, you know, in, in my industry anyways, there's, there's a certain installation practice that you can do. Uh -huh. So if I bring in a kid 
And I show him all the way that we do it. And he says, well, why don't you just do this instead? And I continue to dismiss it. I've now shown him all the other things in the industry. And then he can go out and be that one little bit better. Yeah. Because I didn't listen to him to do it here. Wow. And then all he has to do is go out there and market it and say, well, we do it this way. And then people say, well, isn't that better? Yep. Why are you going to that guy then if you're doing it better? Man. Just one little thing. And again, words are so powerful these days that it's really easy just for somebody to say, well, we do it this way. And then even if my clients respect me enough to say, how come you're not doing it this way? Yeah. What am I going to say? I didn't think it was a good idea, right, even though right. it's clearly better. Or I've been doing it this way for years. You can't say that either. <laughs> right. What is your defense going to be when something is proven to be a better way of doing it? And I can't even say, well, I tried it and it didn't. Right. If you tried it, then you would recognize that it's better. Exactly. You know, exactly. you have nothing to go on if somebody comes and brings an idea, and if you don't accelerate on it, wow. that guy will be your competitor, and you lose. <laughs> it's you like the lose. Netflix and the blockbuster thing, I guess. Oh, you know tell me about it. Where you just like blockbuster could have bought them. They, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they like I think loyalty. If you if you build that culture of loyalty mm -hmm. with uh, with anybody with, or uh, with people and they know that there's loyalty here this person yeah. really appreciates me you know you, it can be like a child and uh, and, and father relationship mm -hmm. where you know that that's my child no matter how how smart they think they are they still gonna look at me as daddy yeah. you know what I'm saying that's if right. I run an organization and I create that culture mm -hmm. where I'm like yo I'm the daddy yeah. right here yeah and you can respect me you can go ahead and do your do, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. be as, as, as creative as you can. But if I respect that person yeah. and give them flow and give them their uh, worth, yeah. man, they'll always be, will, will, yeah. will be right there with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, can run, <laughs> go ahead. No, it's, it's, it's just good. So uh, I think I can personalize this for you. So uh, one of your kids wants to be a rapper. Uh-huh. They're not listening to you. Uh-huh. You know, so they go out and they start doing their own thing. That's already that rejection thing you know what I mean yes where you know you're trying to help them out and all that they think they know better so I'm talking it's actually the other direction now where they're the CEO of their company yeah. you're the smarter one that's trying to give them advice you know inevitably if they don't heed your advice there's gonna be a certain level of failure that's gonna come in there right hopefully they come back around and say yeah you know what but you're now the position of that employee that's trying to advise the CEO to do it a better way. Right. You already have experience right here, right now, that there's a kid out there that's trying to make a brand. You're the employee that's trying to help him out. I'm just here to help you out. This yeah. is the advice I'm giving you. I don't need to be a rapper. But if that's the case, man, you're going to see this, and now we're going to compete with each other. Right, because, right, you right. Know, so that, that's one of those personal experiences that you're having where you're the smarter guy in the room, and the CEO is not listening to you. Exactly. You know, exactly. so so that, that it's a, it can apply more than just physical working spaces that we're talking about. This is all of our relationships as well. Yeah. If I'm doing things a certain way, my wife wants me to do it another way, and I don't listen to my wife, then we'll be getting divorced. One hundred. In a certain amount of time, it it's just going to happen. We have to be able to take those inputs and make some work out of them because. Somebody is smarter in a lot of different things. <laughs> you better believe that. Everywhere. Yes. Right? And I even went with that this week is where somebody that I kind of usually see as an equal, somebody that I talk to freely, totally schooled me on some of my emotional status. Even though I'm older, even though I've been through situations before, yeah. there was a part of my brain where I just couldn't get control over it. 
And this guy totally just laid it right out in a completely mature and wow. awesome way. Wow. And if I don't heed that advice, there you go. I'm the loser. Right. I'm the loser on that. In, in one way or another, something down the line is going to break because I choose not to heed the advice of somebody that's wiser. You know, and it's, it's, I think it's also accepting. It's, you're totally right. You, know, you, a, you nailed it there. You gotta accept that, okay, this person might be younger, yeah. but they're smarter than me. Yeah. But they're coming with a good idea right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me, humble, let me be humble enough to just accept what they're saying because yeah. at the end of the day, this is going to put me in a better position. Yeah. You know, But if I am focused to say, no, I want it done this way, mm -hmm. that's all I'm going to see. And I'm going to oppose everything and yeah. anyone that comes against what it is that I think is good. That's right. You know, but I gotta be humble enough to say, okay, let me take let me take this home with me. Yeah. I'm gonna think about this a little bit mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I'll yeah. come back to you. Yeah, if you, know if you wanna if you wanna see your employee's performance double, uh -huh. accept one of his ideas and implement it. Wow. You you wanna see somebody double up their mm. performance for you mm. is let him run with his idea on your company. Wow. Man, seriously, it changes everything for these guys. And then they never wanna be your boss anyways. Because they're allowed to be their own boss oh, with no man. risk of being the owner. Come on, it's it's a risk to be an owner of a company. But if you, I like that right if you give him freedom, man. man, he will be your highest performer because he feels that he's got value. He feels that his input is being utilized. Mm. You know, he can create his own company without any of the risk. Because that risk of owning a company is a really it's, really it's big real. thing. And yeah. you know, being a CEO and all that, you're getting all these BS phone calls about this and people yeah. selling you stuff. When you're a high-performing um, individual within, so for here it's a high-performing volunteer, over there it's a high-performing employee, it's so freeing because you can just go out and be whatever you want. You, you experienced that already. You're yeah. allowed to be free and go do whatever right you want. Your yeah. job is getting done, and I bet you're one of the best performers. And we out here, man. You know, you know, one of the best performers. You're happy, he's happy. Exactly. And that, that's the, the secret, though. That's the secret. Right? A, lot of, a lot of people got to get on that so, right there. So now... He now tells you, you have to text me every 30 minutes to let me know where you're at. Hmm. Changes things a little it bit. It changes it, And man. then you need to call me at the end of every day and give me a summary of everything that you did the entire day, as well as send in your paperwork. And then I also need you available on weekends. Doesn't matter what it is. Uh -huh. Doesn't matter if you have holidays or anything. If I call, you're going to have to be there. Right. I need you to be there for sure. And then also, I'm going to need you to buy your own tools. Um, I'll, I'll let you borrow mine for a little bit. Uh, you have to rent them from me, by the way. Wow. Yeah. You have to rent the tools until you can afford yeah. to buy your own. Where are you going to be as an employee there, Abe, if, if your guy started to do that to you? Man. I mean, even the first couple are enough to upset you. Definitely. Right? Because now you're not trusted because you have to get checking in every yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. And now suddenly you have to use your own money to do his job for him. You, you see, see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so right now in your industry on what you're doing, a lot of it's already an established good practice. Yes. But what if you said, hey, wait a minute, these mixing tanks that I have here, if you were to do this, this, and this, then, then the liquid would actually flow out right. better here right. and you can use less product right. because it sprays out better or something like that, you yeah. know? And he's, you're right. I'm going to change all of my trucks now to do what you said. Right. How would you feel? I feel good. You'd feel I'm empowered. Thinking of, I'm thinking of thinking different ways now to, to, to better myself. And stuff. Right, exactly. Right. So, wow. so what is the number one thing that you run into as a problem? I'm always out of Z. Okay, 
then you know what, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna buy a box and we're gonna outfit every single truck with 200 of those. And then here's what we're gonna do though. We always get together once a month anyways to do this and this. Uh -huh. That's when we restock the box. Man. So you always have more than you'll need within one month period. And then we always stock you up every time we get together. I don't need you to come in now every day to pick up that stuff. Right, right. Because that would suck. Yes. But I'm gonna give you enough to succeed. And I know that it's gonna cost me $10,000 to do it right now but now we'll never run into that problem because every time you don't have that product out there, we lose four hours because now you're out of medicine hat and you didn't have yeah. it. So it's all that it takes, man. He's got to listen. And yeah. like you're saying, it's the listening part. You got to follow up with it and take it. So man, find a way that if you can make your job easier, yeah. I'm sure that your boss will, will follow through on it because he's just that kind of guy, man. And, 100. and he's showing it. Yeah. He gives you the freedom. Yeah. And, and like I said, I didn't mean it that way earlier. But considering that he's empowering a black man as well, and he's giving full autonomy, that gives me so much hope that there are people out there in this world that are actually finally breaking down those barriers. That are just, oh, just in the back of the yeah. brain. We don't even consider them anymore. But there is just this unseen discrimination that still happens all the time. All the time, bro. And, and for you to be beyond that, it, it's just so nice to see you there kind of thing. And, up, and I appreciate it. And I don't think you're the only one, which is even better. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great. We're finally getting there, you know. I mean, like, yeah. and then we see what happened last week with the Confederation statues. <laughs> and you go, maybe we're not there, <laughs> you know. So, but, but, but that, that gives me hope. And, and to be this close to seeing it happen is yeah. just so refreshing. Yeah. From, from my number one, when we first started this show, of the ignorant perspective that I had growing up in white suburbia, uh -huh. and then to kind of see how important of a, uh, of a moment this actually is. Right. That's great. It's great, man. You know, that's yeah. really good to be in this circle at this point in time. So, I mean, what does it feel like to be on the receiving end of that? Man, it feels right? real good, you know? man. It feels real good because at the end of the day, man, you know, you want equality, you want stuff done, you know, like you want to be recognized, you mm -hmm. know, you, know you, you, you just don't want to be like uh, 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 somebody who's just going through life or going through yeah. stuff. You want to be recognized like, yo, you mm -hmm. know, you're doing good, you know what I'm saying? We see y'all, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's empowering and that just brings a whole different freshness around. For sure, you know? for sure. To wrap it back around to your original question, mm -hmm. um, so if I as a dad, every time that my kid came up and did something funky with the car design, and I said, man, that's a stupid idea. How, how long do you think that this kid is going to respect me? As a parent, right. respect me as an adult. How long do you think it'll take to destroy his creativity? So that he's yeah. just gonna stop building anything cool and he's just gonna continue to put out the regular four door with four wheels, right? His, they come with wings so that the car can drive and then fly. And then the, the tires will fold up and in and turn into a boat after. Well, what if I started telling him, no man, cars drive only. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, that's a ridiculous idea. You know, and then he's got all these little hidden compartments too. Dude. Oh, you can do this and you can hide treasure in here and another person can sit over here. No, son, you can't do that. Man, that kid's gonna, gonna destroy yeah. his spirit. And the thing too is like, it's gonna be a, a, a two-part thing too. Probably that boy's gonna meet somebody like me. Yeah. And who's gonna encourage him like, oh, that's wonderful. And then Keep you're his it. dad. You're his dad, right? whether by blood or not. Right. And they all, they're just going to go into this depression mode where it's like, I can't do anything, I can't do anything. Right. You know, and they will be now in the 60s yep. and be like, man, mm -hmm. I'm going to take back, uh, you know, drawing. I'm going to take back this thing right yeah. here that I left a, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. You know, instead of just accepting that 
this is what it is my child or my employee can do. Yeah. Let me see how I can support them yeah. and let them be free to create. For sure. Let them be free to do who they is. Yeah. It's better that they dance on my side than seeing them dancing on that side and be like, oh, I wish I had kept that person with yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? This might extend it just a little bit, but it, it's a really good tie-in. So we always talk about being volunteers in the youth program yeah. and all that, and, and how we are trying to make sure that the main guy doesn't get too overloaded with yeah. stuff. There will be kids that gravitate to just 100. you. There will be kids that gravitate to me. 100. We need to be empowered by our leadership to run with those kids, because if Absolutely. they wanted the main guy, they would gravitate towards the main yes. guy. But if our main guy came to us and started saying, okay, every time a kid comes to you with an issue, you got to come straight to me right away, and then you got to pass them over to me, you uh -huh. got to do this, instead of counseling you and I on what to do, yeah. there's going to be issues. Oh. And, and, and it's not going to be really? a necessarily you and me thing, because uh -huh. we're old and mature, yeah. but this kid is going to get caught in the crossfire of this whole power Absolutely. struggle, yeah. right? And, and that's the whole thing that we got to be really careful about in the circles that we run, is that Kids will gravitate towards somebody, whether it's their natural daddy, whether it's their youth daddy, whether it's their yeah. best friend daddy, yeah. something like that. We got to be there and we've got to be able to allow them to innovate and be creative and all that. And that's one of the greatest things that we have as, as volunteer adults is that sometimes we're just simply not their parents. That's all that it takes for them to open up to us and be somebody Great, that man. you're just not my dad. Exactly. And that's all you need. You exactly. can treat them the same, you can talk to them the same, you can do the same things, but just simply because you're not the dad. Is, is enough for us to change these kids' lives out there. Straight up. So, so that's something that, um, you know, I, I think we're talking about being creative and kids and how to do that, and we went into business, but we have to allow people around us to be creative. Straight up. Whether man. or not we think it's a dumb idea, they're looking at it a different way anyways. We're so fixated in the way that we are used to the world. We like structure. Yeah. Humans are built for structure. Straight the alphabet up. is 26 letters, A to Z. Uh -huh. If somebody flips D and C, how long do you think it would take you to go A, B, D, C, E, F, G? It'd take you forever. Yeah. But a kid could probably learn it in the first 10 minutes. No, no, no. We're just flipping these letters. Okay, A, B, D, C. Uh-huh. we got to let them create. Yeah, we got to let them create. I agree with you. You know? How come the keyboard on my computer is this layout? Yes. Why yes. is it A B C D E F G? Right? Somebody came up with a creative idea. We yeah. might hate it now. Uh -huh. I mean, I can't imagine typing on a regular keyboard if right. it were A B C. It would right. suck. Oh yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but somebody yes, came is. up with it, and yes. this is how we do it now, and and this is how we run life. So maybe somebody will come up with something these days that it is more efficient to put the Z up there or whatnot. But we don't know, man. We just accept man, it sometimes. Oh, so, but think about all those things in this world that we could be doing differently. You know, um, cassette players. Did, did you have a cassette deck when you were a kid? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So they've, they've made a new one these days where it's, um, I don't even know. Here, here you go. It's, it's kind of this size. Uh -huh. And you just take it and you slap it on your cassette like that. And they, they've reinvented the cassette player so wow. that you don't have this huge box that goes around. It's just this tiny little player. You plug your headphone into here, this kind of thing. Wow, man. And, and off you go, man. It's, there's people creating things that we don't even care about anymore. <laughs> you know? So, but that's it. You know, yeah. finals making a comeback. All those kind of things because people fi are finding a way to, to take care of the issues that yes. we had with the yes. other things. So, you know, if vinyl always had the static, but it had a better sound. So, then we created a new way to reduce the noise. Straight you up. Know? But if you just stuck with no, we don't like it, so we're leaving it. We're, we're gonna run out of innovation. Oh man, man. better believe that. So, better believe that. So that's how, did, did you man, get to where you were looking for, Yes, man? sir, yes, sir. 
We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when these ones are just like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm good. Hey, you get anything from the viewers? Do you guys need anything over there? I, I like those ones where we actually feel like we got someone. Yeah, 100. <laughs> this again was the 2A Street. Street. We've got my good buddy Abe over there. I, uh, I respect you, man. Likewise, bra uh, bra. It's, it's good times. And, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to looking back on some of these. Yeah. And then being, oh my goodness, did you know that you used to say that this way? Listen to your <laughs> accent now. It, it's, just, it's just really neat to see how this has grown no over, doubt. over the years. No well, doubt. not over the years, but over the year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 straight. And uh, I'm looking forward to many more years. Likewise, so, bra bra. 2A Street, Abe's over there. Uh, uh. Catch you next time. <laughs>